You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Today's episode, we're going to buy low, sell high Thursday. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire, plus some injury updates. But first, we have a minor trade. Now, it's not minor leaguers, but uh, guys who aren't necessarily huge uh, impact players. Uh, the New York Yankees trade outfielder Mike Talkman uh, to the San Francisco Giants for left-handed reliever Wandy Peralta. Uh, this doesn't look like a great deal for the Yankees. Now, it's not a huge fantasy trade, but Talkman does have some upside if he gets playing time with the Giants. 423 plate appearances for the Yankees. Talkman hit 266 with a 798 OPS. Like, that's good enough to play regularly. Uh, he also had 14 home runs and 13 stolen bases. So conceivably, you know, there's, there's a chance that Talkman could be a 2020 player uh, if he played every day. Uh, he was three for four in his Giants debut on Wednesday. Uh, and it does look like there's going to be uh, an opportunity for him to play uh, immediately. Uh, so compare that uh, to Peralta, uh, and who was effective for the Giants last season out of the bullpen, 3.29 ERA, 1.21 whip uh, in 25 appearances. But in 10 appearances this year, he's got a 5.40 ERA and a 1.68 whip. Uh, and really, he didn't have a ton of success before last season. Uh, so, you know, from the Yankees' perspective, this seems like a risky play just to get a left-handed reliever. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, they can uh, bring out success uh, in Peralta that he hasn't had before. Uh, but, you know, trading Talkman, a guy who seems to be able to hit major league pitching and seems like he was just being underutilized, uh, this may not be, you know, ideal asset management. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out, but if you're looking for anybody who might have value in the deal, uh, Talkman is the obvious answer. Uh, so let's take a look at uh, some notes from uh, Wednesday's games, and we'll start with Twins outfielder Byron Buxton. My goodness, five for five. Uh, two singles, two doubles, and a home run uh, in a 10-2 win at Cleveland. Oh, he also stole a base just to round things out. Uh, Buxton's off to a fantastic start. He has eight home runs, a 14.09 OPS. Uh, this is... Uh, <laughs> I, w- I would say, you know, this is kind of the, the Byron Buxton we've been waiting for all along. Uh, there have been flashes of it, uh, and, you know, we're still too early in this season for it to be considered something more than a flash. Uh, but uh, Byron Buxton, you know, has potential to be a star, uh, and it's kind of been lurking uh, uh, under the surface for a while, but uh, maybe uh, this is the year. Uh, Atlanta first baseman Freddie Freeman was four for five, had a double home run, scored two runs. Drove in three. He was also struck out by Anthony Rizzo uh, in a 10 nothing win against the Cubs. Freeman's OPS is up up to 919. Uh, but you know, <laughs> given uh, you know Freeman's uh, production in, in the past few years, 919 is actually a, a touch low. Uh, but you know, this is what you get when you're the top first baseman uh, for fantasy. Uh, across the diamond, uh, Braves third baseman Austin Riley was four for five uh, in that route of the Cubs. He had a home run, scored two runs, drove in two runs, got an 833 OPS, uh, kind of pushing himself into uh, fantasy relevance here. I, I think uh, Riley uh, is, a, is a low batting average, high home run uh, type of hitter, uh, but if uh, if he hits for a respectable average, he kind of puts himself into uh, into the value of uh, a corner infield spot uh, for fantasy. Uh, and Cubs starter Kyle Hendricks went three and two-thirds innings, gave up seven earned runs. ZRA is now up to 7.54. Uh, 
his whip is 1.77 through five starts. And, uh, I mean, Hendrick's calling card coming into this season was that he was this really consistent, uh, reliable starting pitcher. Maybe his strikeout rates weren't uh, super high, uh, but otherwise uh, the rest of his numbers were really solid. Uh, that's not uh, what we're seeing so far from Kyle Hendricks. And so that's... Uh, a, a beware uh, situation, you know, and, and the thing is, if you drafted Kyle Hendricks, uh, you're kind of stuck with him, I think, at the, uh, at the moment. No one's, no one's going to come uh, looking to trade for him with those numbers. And uh, even if they did, uh, you wouldn't be getting anything of value in return. Atlanta's starting pitcher in that game, Oscar Yanoa, uh, he went five and a third, gave up four hits, uh, two walks, no runs. Uh, and now his ERA is down to 2.96. He has a 0.92 whip. Uh, and he's kind of had a few ups and downs. Uh, like his good performances are really good. Uh, and the bads are, are still, you know, not great. Uh, but I, I think if, uh, if you're looking to grab some value on a guy who, who was not uh, super hyped coming into the season, uh, you know, is, uh, is a possibility. Uh, Dodgers starter Clayton Kershaw uh, had a great start against Cincinnati. Went seven innings, four hits, one walk, no runs, struck out eight. Uh, this is that's a vintage Kershaw performance. Uh, and through six starts, he has a two point zero nine ERA and a zero point nine one WHIP. Uh, this is uh, really <laughs> what you've come to expect out of Clayton Kershaw, even at this stage of his career, uh, even, even when he's not in the uh, the perennial Cy Young contender. Uh, phase of his career. He's still really good. Uh, Tampa Bay's uh, starter, Tyler Glasnow, had a excellent start against Oakland. Seven innings, five hits, two walks, no runs, struck out 10. Um, and through six starts, he has a 1.67 ERA, 0.80 whip. He's you know, one of the top handful uh, of pitchers in fantasy baseball. Now on the, on the losing side of that game was Oakland starter Cole Irvin. Went six innings, gave up seven hits, one walk, two earned runs, struck out eight uh, in that 2 nothing loss. Now Irvin has a 3.67 ERA and a 1.30 whip in five starts. You know, there's there's definitely fantasy uh, value to be had there, uh, and you know, he, he maybe maybe he's not Tyler Glasnow, uh, but he's uh, certainly valuable enough to to round out your fantasy roster. Uh, Boston starter Nick Pavetta only won five innings, but he gave up just one hit, walked three. Uh, no runs and struck out seven in a one nothing win for the Red Sox at the Mets. Uh, now Pavetta, who was kind of a dark horse uh, fantasy candidate coming into the season, you know he'd shown some potential with Philadelphia, but a lot of inconsistency and, and injuries. Uh, and so through five starts with the Red Sox, he has a two point eight one ERA and a one point two five WHIP. Well, that'll play. Uh, and so you know consider consider Nick Pavetta if he's still out there on your waiver wire. Uh, Yankees started Domingo Herman. Uh, his second straight win, went seven innings, gave three hits, one walk, uh, no runs, struck out six in a 7 nothing win at Baltimore. And now now Herman has a 4.05 ERA and a 1.30 whip in four starts. Now that's not great, uh, but it, it certainly puts you into the fantasy discussion uh, and at the very least as a streaming option, but uh, even in, in deeper leagues, he can, he can fill out the back end of your rotation. Uh, Washington shortstop Trey Turner, uh, was four for five with two runs scored in an 8-2 win uh, against Toronto. Uh, Turner's OPS on the season up to 949. We already talked yesterday about his uh, uh, rare home run stolen base uh, combination that uh, he and Marcus Semien were the only players in the league with at least five uh, in both categories. And uh, that's kind of, that's, Turner is, is one of the elite fantasy performers precisely for that reason. But when, when he, if he's going to hit uh, at a really high level too, then, you know, you're, you're talking a, a high first round talent. Uh, Kansas City right fielder Jorge Soler, uh, who often plays DH, but he was in right field uh, yesterday, went three for five, uh, two runs scored, had three RBIs, and a 9 6 win against Pittsburgh. He still only has a 705 OPS, and that's, uh, that's an issue uh, that uh, he, he can uh, produce more than that. Uh, but, uh, 
signs of life, I guess, from Solaire. Uh, and Josh Stomont recorded his third save uh, for the Royals. So it seems the transition has uh, has taken effect, uh, that Stomont is the uh, the closer now in Kansas City. Uh, Toronto starter Stephen Matz uh, got rocked against Washington, went three and two-thirds innings, gave six earned runs. Uh, and, and now as bad as that start was, it, and it shouldn't come as a massive surprise, but Matt's had been off to uh, a really great start to this season uh, for Toronto. He, uh, even after that loss, he has a 4.00 ERA and a 1.15 whip in five starts. Um, if you had, you know, coming off of last season when Matt's had an ERA of like 9.82, uh, if you had said after five starts, he'll have an ERA of four and a whip of 1.15, uh, you would take it a million times over. So uh, overall, uh, Blue Jays still have to be super happy about what they're getting out of Stephen Matz, uh, even if uh, Wednesday night was not exactly uh, an ideal performance. Uh, and then uh, San Diego starter uh, Ryan Weathers only lasted an inning, uh, gave, had one walk, his velocity was down, uh, and ended up leaving uh, the game, uh, which ended up being a 12-3 win uh, for the Padres over Arizona. Uh, but Weathers left with uh, joint inflammation, and obviously that's a concern. And th- there have been news stories about Weathers uh, remaining in the San Diego rotation, which seemed, I don't know, I wouldn't, don't know if it's puzzling, but uh, challenging at the very least because he doesn't have um, a, a bunch of uh, major league or even minor league uh, track record of, of racking up the innings so that you could feel comfortable saying, okay, well, he's going to pitch 130 innings this year, or 150 innings this year. That There's you know, n- nothing to suggest that's the case. Uh, and so I, I guess my question going into it was whether uh, the Padres you know, had, had plans for how they were going to limit Weathers pitch counts and, and keep his workload down so that if, if he's going to remain part of that rotation, that uh, he is still somewhat protected. Well, <laughs> <laughs> running into joint inflammation in the first start after uh, that announcement might uh, might help them uh, keep his innings uh, down to a reasonable limit because if you you know when you're a prized pitching prospect you know teams don't rush you back into the rotation and I would certainly hope that's not the case here so uh, you know the Padres may take their time here with Weathers to make sure that he's uh, 100% healthy before he gets back on the bump but uh, obviously long term he's he's a really valuable asset for them. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find Locked On hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Rock Auto is an online part source where you can get just about anything for any kind of vehicle. And rockauto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com all right, so let's consider some buy-low options. Uh, and first up, uh, Lynn Brave second baseman, Ozzie Albies, uh, who is hitting 213. Uh, 
thanks in part to a 206 batting average on balls in play. So he's bound to have some better luck there. Uh, but he does have four home runs, 12 RBIs, 13 runs scored, and he's playing regularly. Uh, and all of that matters uh, in terms of fantasy production. Uh, but if Albies, uh, if you look at that 213 average and think that that's unsustainably low, uh, there is uh, kind of future value to be had uh, in getting in now. Uh, Cincinnati shortstop, Eugenio Suarez. He's only hitting 125, so you, you might be buying low off the waiver wire uh, on, on Suarez. He only has a 167 batting average on balls in play. Three home runs, eight RBIs, 13 runs scored. And now, you know, we know that Suarez is, is one of the top power hitters uh, in the game. One of the few guys who you can look at and say he can hit 40-plus because he's hit 40-plus uh, uh, home runs. So, Eugenio Suarez, uh, at this point, uh, he's certainly at a very low point in his value uh, might be worth uh, taking a shot on him uh, to bounce out, bounce back from this slow start. Uh, Atlanta Braves first baseman. We talked about him earlier, Freddie Freeman. Uh, he's hitting 247, which is low for Freeman, but part of that's a 219 batting average on balls in play. Uh, you know, the rest of his numbers, he's got seven home runs, 17 RBIs, 15 runs scored. Uh, you know, there's an elite hitter who hits at the top of the, the Braves lineup. You know, Freddie Freeman is, is was maybe the safest uh, of first base options uh, coming into the season. And so I, I think you can pretty reasonably surmise that that 247 average isn't going to last. It's going to get better. Uh, and really, since the rest of the production is there, uh, he kind of falls in the same boat as Albies, is that uh, if if the other uh, counting stats are there, uh, you could expect better average from Freeman and Albies uh, moving forward. Uh, how about the Yankee shortstop, Gleber Torres? And now you're, you're definitely not paying retail prices to go get uh, Gleber Torres, uh, unless you're paying retail on just this season, because right now he has zero home runs, three RBIs, seven runs scored, hitting 233. Uh, and look, his 2020 season kind of stunk, uh, but he was so good in the playoffs that, you know, I think the, the tendency was to think that, okay, he's, uh, he snapped out of it. He's, he's overcome whatever issues he had, uh, last season, uh, and back to being, uh, an elite productive hitter. I mean, two years ago, he hit 38 home runs. Uh, and so basically I, I don't know that Torres has, has officially snapped out of any kind of slump. Uh, but I, I look at, uh, his value right now is definitely at a low point. Uh, and given that he has the upside of somebody who hit 38 home runs a couple of years ago, uh, it's wor- worth taking a shot at him uh, in case he snaps out of it. Uh, Toronto left fielder Lourdes Gurriel Jr., another one off to a really slow start, uh, hit his first home run uh, on Wednesday night. He has six RBIs, five runs scored, only hitting 197. Uh, but Gurriel uh, is a-, a top hitter in a really productive uh, Blue Jays lineup. Uh, and so you know, I-, I think you can uh, expect much better things to come. And if-, if it means you can get Gurriel at a bit of a discount because of this slow start, uh, that's not a bad play. Now, a couple of pitchers uh, to consider, and we'll go with Cincinnati's Luis Castillo. Uh, now, part of this is he got rocked in his first start, so his overall numbers aren't great. He has a 6.290 ERA, 1.60 whip. Um, and now part of that is he's given up, uh, he has a home run fly ball rate of 25%, which is really high. Uh, and so that is likely to come down. Um, and even in the past four starts, not like Castillo has suddenly become awesome, but he's been much better than that uh, first disaster start on opening day. And it's 3.86 ERA and a 1.38 whip uh, in his past four starts. So neither of those are, are amazing, but it, it's better. Uh, and so uh, I, w- I wouldn't mind uh, sliding in on Luis Castillo because we know his upside is as a legit uh, number one starter. Uh, and we talked about Cole Irvin uh, for Oakland uh, earlier. He's got a 3.67 ERA and a 1.30 whip, both of which kind of put him in the fantasy conversation, but he also has that uh, despite a 341 batting average on balls in play. And that's pretty high. Uh, and so 
If you can look at uh, Irvin, he's got a decent strikeout rate. Uh, the, if that batting average on balls in play comes down a bit, um, you, you might have uh, some real value there. Uh, and, and Minnesota's uh, Kenta Maida, uh, who's off to a really rough start considering he was a runner-up in the American League Cy Young voting last year. Uh, but he, he's basically getting uh, rocked every which way. His batting average on balls in play is 372, which is insane. Uh, his home run fly ball rate is 26.9%, also insane. <laughs> and so uh, made is, you know, basically due for uh, better results ju- just by continuing to pitch uh, because he's not going to continue giving up home runs on, on 27% of his uh plate appearances or, or have guys hit 372, uh, on balls in play. Uh, those are just really, uh, high numbers that aren't, aren't going to last. And, and so if you find somebody who, who went in early on Kentameda and understandably many people did, um, maybe you can, uh, swoop in and gra- grab him uh, at a point when is definitely at the low point uh, of his value. Now let's, uh, flip to the other side of the equation and some guys you might want to sell high on. Uh, and first up, his Cincinnati Red center fielder, Jesse Winker. And this hurts me a bit because I, I have some shares of Jesse Winker and I've enjoyed uh, the Jesse Winker experience. Uh, he's hitting 377, uh, has six home runs, 15 RBIs, 16 runs scored, hitting leadoff for the Reds. Like it's a good place to be and, and credit to the Reds, they're letting Winker play uh, regularly. And that, that was kind of the, the issue coming into the season is Winker has been a productive major league hitter. He just hasn't played enough. Uh, and so now he's getting the playing time and, and the numbers are, are off the charts, but he also has a 434 batting average on balls in play. And, you know, as, as much as a, a Winker fan as I am, uh, I do not expect uh, the batting average on balls in play to hang up in, in that stratosphere. Uh, Baltimore uh, center fielder Cedric Mullins, uh, off to a nice start hitting 340, uh, but some of that's due to a 392 batting average on balls in play. And uh, if you can catch somebody who's uh, you know, maybe att- attracted to, uh, Mullins on his recent hot streak. Uh, I, I, I might try and uh, extract some value there. Uh, Rangers first baseman, Nate Lowe, who has 22 RBIs, which alone, that alone, uh, should tell you he's, he's kind of overachieving to this point. But he has six home runs, has scored 11 runs, stolen a couple of bases, hitting 280. Uh, his home run fly ball rate is 37.5%, which is really high among the league's highest. And, and I get the, the concern too, is that he's, uh, hit more than 50% of his, uh, plate appearances are, are ground balls. And, uh, that high ground ball rate is, uh, is troubling because, um, you know, low for as much as he's, he's providing the power that he was expected to provide. Uh, I'd be worried about, uh, if, if that ground ball rate continues, uh, hanging over 50%, uh, that the batting average just isn't going to last. Uh, Cubs catcher, Wilson Contreras, another one who, I mean, he's hitting for power. He's got seven home runs, 17 RBIs, also hitting just 221. Uh, but I guess the underlying concern here is that, uh, he doesn't have enough other, uh, going on for him other than the home run power. You know, eight of his 17 hits are, are either doubles or home runs, which means he only has one double too. But, um, I, I just, uh, don't know that Contreras is, as well-rounded as you might like, uh, at catcher. And, and this doesn't mean give up on Wilson Contreras and give him away for nothing. This is if somebody's really going to pay you, uh, the price for Wilson Contreras, who, who has seven home runs, uh, you know, on pace for 50 ish home runs. Well, then if they, if they want to give you a, uh, some value for that, then, then hop to it. Uh, and I guess when it comes to pitchers, uh, at this point, beware pitchers who have a really low home run fly ball rate because it's not going to stay zero forever uh, for anybody. Uh, and so we've got Nathan Ivaldi and Brandon Woodruff, Kyle Gibson, Taiwan Walker. They're all sitting at 0%. They haven't given up a home run yet. Uh, and then 
some guys with low home, low home run fly ball rates, Danny Duffy, Nick Pavetta, Jake Junis, Trevor Rogers, some of the guys who, who've been kind of waiver wire darlings early in the season. You know, there's, you know, kind of caution, cautionary tales there for any of those guys. Uh, you know, Garrett Cole and Corbin Burns are a couple guys with low home run, home run fly ball rates, but uh, I don't think I'm going to suggest that you should sell them. Uh, you know, they're, they're a little bit more established uh, as top starters. And so, you know, but, but the likes of, you know, Duffy and Pavetta and Junis uh, have been really kind of recent uh, waiver wire ads. And, and Rogers was, uh, and, and I'm not suggesting to give up on Trevor Rogers by any means. It's more a case of, um, you know, Rogers was extremely attractive on the waiver wire or late in drafts uh, because he had such a great spring training. And he's, he's carried that over uh, into the regular season, but he also, um, you know, been somewhat fortunate with keeping uh, balls in the park and that may not uh, last. He may, he may not be an ace caliber pitcher right off the hop here. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL draft is on. Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown. Uh, and you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. And that includes Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. This episode is also brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings, designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now, through Mother's Day only, on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and it's fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Every episode, I'm going to give you one player that is rostered in fewer than 10% of Yahoo leagues, and maybe it's a player you need to rush out to get uh, off the waiver wire and beat the competition, or maybe it's just someone to put on your radar uh, so that you can get ready to swoop in uh, and grab that value. Uh, and so today we're going with St. Louis Cardinals left fielder Tyler O'Neill. Uh, he won a gold glove last season, but he also hit 173. So he wasn't doing a whole lot for, for fantasy managers. But O'Neill's track record suggests that he could be a legit power hitting corner outfielder. If you look at what he did in the minors and uh, in kind of part-time role with the Cardinals in his first couple of seasons. Now he's starting to show a little bit of that power. He has three home runs in his past four games. He's still hitting just 217. Uh, and he has just one walk in 48 plate appearances. That's a little bit concerning. But keep O'Neill on your radar. Uh, see if he can get uh, consistent playing time and get that average into respectable territory. Uh, and maybe uh, then it'll be time to go get him. Right now, he's rostered in 7% of Yahoo leagues. Now let's uh, roll through a couple of injury updates uh, around Major League Baseball. We'll start with Astros DH Jordan Alvarez on the COVID-19 injured list. Uh, I guess the the expectation is that these are, are vaccine side effects. Um, keeping Alvarez on the sidelines. Uh, 
I, I feel fortunate about, uh, you know, when I got my first shot, I really didn't have many side effects at all. I had a could feel it in my shoulder the next day a tiny bit, but that, that was about it. Um, you know, knocked my wife on her, uh, on her behind for a couple of days. Uh, so everyone gets a, a little bit of a different, uh, uh, response to these things. And apparently this one, uh, has, has hit Alvarez hard. Uh, and so in the past couple of games, the, the Astros have turned to Michael Brantley and Taylor Jones, uh, to fill in at DH, uh, Phillies right fielder, Bryce Harper took a fastball in the face on, uh, Wednesday. Uh, now he, he says he's fine. Uh, we'll, see how, how that shakes out. But right now, Roman Quinn, uh, is in, uh, in the lineup, uh, for Thursday, uh, Seattle right fielder, Mitch Hanniger is out with an illness. Uh, Jose Marmolejos and Dylan Moore have played right field for the past couple of games, uh, for the Mariners. Uh, also Mariners, uh, starting pitcher, Marco Gonzalez has landed on the 10 day injured list with a forearm strain. Gonzalez has struggled early in this season. And, uh, you know, the forearm strain is always a, a concern because it leads to elbow, elbow trouble and, uh, and worse. Uh, so, uh, keep your fingers crossed there for Seattle. But at the same time, you know, the Mariners have kind of been running a, a six man rotation as is. So, uh, th- they could survive, uh, at, at least in terms of having bodies to, uh, send out to the mound. Uh, San Francisco outfielder, Mike Yastrzemski, uh, we mentioned he, he had an oblique strain, uh, the other day while it's landed him on the 10 day injured list. Now th- this might be part of the reason that the Giants went after Mike Talkman. Uh, there's kind of an opportunity here for Talkman and Austin Slater and Darren Ruff, uh, in that, uh, San Francisco outfield, uh, a couple of them, uh, should be able to play, uh, every day. Uh, Arizona starting pitcher, Taylor Widener, uh, has, lands on the 10 day injured list with a groin injury. He was supposed to start, uh, yesterday's game against San Diego. Uh, and so the Diamondbacks called up Riley Smith who started in his place and it ended up being a 12-3 loss. Not that that all falls on Riley Smith, but, uh, Widener had been off to a really nice start, uh, for the Diamondbacks. So, uh, you know, the, the sooner he gets back, the better for them. Uh, A's first baseman, Matt Olson, uh, has an eye injury. Uh, now don't know how serious, like, uh, he's not on the 10 day injured list yet. Um, and, and maybe he won't be, uh, but in the meantime, Mitch Moreland is, is a capable fill in at first base, uh, for the A's. Uh, and Philly shortstop D.D. Gregorius uh, has a rib injury. Uh, the Phillies flip Nick Maton over to shortstop. Scott Kingery is second base. Uh, and so they can they can adjust uh, in the, the short term uh, while Gregorius is out. Uh, send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. You want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. And basically here, be, because there are a bunch of early starts and, and then there's a rainout uh uh, in the Detroit White Sox uh, doubleheader for today, pickings are kind of slim, so we're gonna we'll get back into matchups and DFS value plays uh, on Friday. So get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.